But this is going to be like, we're going to need our drinks after this hour is done. <laughs> and this is so, it's like literally like at the end of every sentence, like you just go, and then I hear your audio and like a couple of things missing <laughs> like two seconds later, and then you come back and you're fine and everything looks good. And then again, it just keeps doing it. It's just crazy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? All right, we got a fun one here for you, and it's partially because a lot of stuff was broken in this episode. Yes, I am talking about the red iPhone SE that literally broke the day that I was finishing the review that you can see over at Pocket Now's YouTube channel right now. All right, so I talk about that uh, particular phenomenon and the fact that I had to go out and emergency buy, emergency purchase a white iPhone so that I can get done with the rest of the content. But rest assured, I had Apple Care on the red iPhone, so I'm going to get it repaired at some point. Uh, but with all of that said, we do talk about the iPhone SE, why it's such an interesting device, especially in the era we're living in right now. Uh, and I talk about this and the Moto Edge Plus flagship from Motorola with a one David Kogan, also known as the Unlocker. Now, one thing you're going to notice in this episode is that David Kogan is such a great on-podcast slash on-camera personality that my first inclination was to ask him why he hasn't been doing lives and podcasts like this up until this point. Uh, and of course, for his first ever IG Live and for one of his few podcast uh, appearances, IG Live decides to just be pretty dumb for us. So apparently the live feed was perfectly fine for everyone in the audience. Uh, and then the audio, as you're going to hear, is mostly fine. But as far as a one-on-one -on -one video call is concerned, we had a lot of delays. So you're going to be hearing us uh, maybe one or two tops seconds just delayed from one another in terms of reactions. But for the most part, we're able to get through our main discussions about the iPhone SE and the Moto Edge Plus. Uh, later in the episode, we we do a small Q&A with the live audience as best as we can, but I also ask David Kogan, the unlocker, uh, what is in his pocket now, as I do in pretty much every episode at the end of it. Uh, he talks about a piece of video creation tech, which leads to a discussion about how we put together our videos as YouTube creators. So yeah, it's a great uh, discussion between myself and the unlocker himself, and you can find links to both of our content platforms in the show notes, so make sure you check that out. Also, the other thing you should keep in mind is to follow Pocket Now on Instagram because that is where we do the live recording of the podcast for all of you to join in on the conversation. Apparently, there's a new feature uh, being rolled out on Instagram where if you do an IG Live, you can immediately post it directly to your IGTV, and it looks like we're going to be able to do that. So you have even more incentive to check out uh, Pocket Now on Instagram because the IGTV channel for Pocket Now uh, will now have a series called, of course, Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. And you can catch a video version of my one-on-one -on -one conversations with some of your favorite creators across the interwebs every single week. With all of that said, we're going to go ahead and get into this episode. Welcome, David Kogan, The Unlocker, back to the show. See, our live chat even right now is saying, we heard everything you said. There's no problem. It's literally just between me and you that there are these cool. little issues. <laughs> so sorry, guys. We're going to be like, asking what to the each other a bunch of times, but for you, it'll look fine. And pretty much. We'll look ridiculous. It's cool. <laughs> for the two people who literally have to talk and make this content, we don't have a smooth connection. And it's like, it's, it's the two people who need it the most. So for yeah. the rest of you, have fun watching us just going, did you say what I did? <laughs> what? Did you say something? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, David Kogan on the show. Yes, we do these IG lives, and I'm still very, I'm very into. I'm, okay. I can't believe that no one has invited you to like an Instagram live. I mean, you're you're such a good on camera personality. You're good on a podcast. I've had you on a few podcast now weeklies, and I'm interested as to why like everyone's doing an IG live. How come you haven't been a part of one yet? A lot of that broke up. Let me tell you right now. I heard maybe half of that. <laughs> I think you're asking me why I haven't done an Instagram live though. So uh, I don't know. I just have never, I've never done it. I used to do lives actually on the YouTube channel for a little bit. Um, like I even tried to do one weekly where I would like do the news. And like to me though, I just feel like I need, I need a reason to go live. I don't want to just be like, hey, here's my life. Like it's just me. Um, so I, I would have to like come up with the news and then do that once a week. Kind of like what you do here. Um, but I just haven't had time to do any of that. And also like, I don't know, just kind of lost interest in it. But I kind of want to start doing it again, which is why I got the toy that you and I were talking about earlier, which I guess I'll show you later. But yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in a, a little bit later. I'm doing my absolute best to know when, you know, the beats in your in your speech and in your conversation so I can jump in. <laughs> trying to anticipate. It's very difficult when <laughs> so I'm So that there's not stuttering. too much of a delay between the two of us. <laughs> this is going to be the most interesting podcast I think I've ever recorded, especially especially since quarantine started, because it's been like a solid month, month and a half. I want to just start off usually with the check-in at the beginning of the podcast. How are you doing throughout this entire era? Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm just, I'm keeping busy as much as I can. I think like the first week or two was super hard for me. Like the isolation and like staying in my apartment. And I'm in New York City. It's not like I can really, like literally there's so many people outside my front door. Like it's very difficult to like go for a socially distant walk. And so I just kind of stayed in here for the most part. And so that was tough. Um, but after a certain amount of time, you kind of get used to it. And you kind of just, your mind kind of settles into it. And it becomes the new normal. And so I've just been like yeah. churning out videos and like trying to work as much as possible just to keep busy. Right? Like that's the only thing I can do is like check things off one after the other just to like, I don't know, feel like you're making some progress in an otherwise, like, very stagnant feeling world in a way. You know, does that make sense? Um, but other than that, I think, yeah. I think I'm okay. And you know what? Like, the two of us, the two of us are the, like, okay, I, th I feel like you more so than me. Because I'll, I'll be the first one to say, like, people will disagree with me, but I personally think I have, like, the worst work ethic of all time. <laughs> but uh, for somebody like yourself, where it's like, it's, it's, it's. I know you well enough to know that you're like, you know, get to the next thing, next thing, next thing, next thing. Um, and now that we're all just like in our homes, in our home offices, it's easy to get into this mode of nonstop. I'll use the word hustle, but I, I think usually we don't really like using the word hustle, but it's like nonstop work. Um, but yeah, I mean, you've been putting out a lot of videos recently and, you know, not to get too, not to get too far into like the, the, the details, but you know, this guy told me that to our live chat, this guy told me that he's able to take a small break for now and he deserves it. <laughs> so go watch the videos that David has done recently <laughs> while he takes this much needed break. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so do you have any, like, what tips do you have? Because I, I know for me, I live here with my, my family, so I actually have company and while it may not be the ideal company you know because you know it's my parents then again we all get along and our lifestyles really fit with the quarantine era like i work at home and they're retired so yeah there's no tension in that sense but like 
what has it been like? Because I've been asking everybody, especially the homies in New York. Um, I don't know who lives alone or who lives with other people. But like, what kind of tips have you kind of discovered for yourself that you might want to share with people in the live chat who are learning the work from home lifestyle? We're breaking up a lot, but just just so you know. But um, yeah, so like, <laughs> I think you're asking me about tips now. So we're gonna go with that. Um, so like, yeah, tips for me. I mean, I've been I've been working from home for eleven years. So. And honestly, like after two years of doing that, it got real old, like it was cool for a bit. And then like I had to do the coffee shop thing and I did that for like years. And then now I have a studio, which you know about with like Michael Fisher, Mr. Mobile and like MJ from Gadget Match and David Amell and, uh, and Jaime. Um, so we're all, we're all in that and that's lovely. But now obviously we can't do that. So it's back to like going back to the way things kind of used to be. And I think it... It's, it's difficult because it does feel like a regression for me. And I think like for most people, they're like now working for a moment. It's a new thing for me. It's like, oh, this again. <laughs> like I don't, you know, um, and I'm by myself. So it's it, that I think makes it harder in a way. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think for tips, I think it, it, it is a matter of like trying to keep busy, like try, at least for me. And that's just the way my mind works, maybe like you were saying. Um, but having a sense of progress, like feeling like, you know, there's things that you're going to do, having some sort of like a schedule, like I'm going to get this done and then I'm going to do that. And I'm, it's just, it gives you a regimen and I think it, it helps you mentally. And I think that's the hardest part is that like mental, like what is happening? What is the world? What am I doing? Why is there like, you know, why, why does everything feel stuck and stagnant and just kind of, you know, I'm trying to be patient mm -hmm. and, yeah. uh, and fixing things around the apartment. That's also helping. <laughs> like this is now black. This was white before this quarantine started, and these lamps well, are true. new. And this is new. Yeah, it's. I've been kind of going crazy with that stuff. But yeah, it's. I think that's a good thing to do for anybody. I didn't that's even out there, just keep going. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. I didn't notice that the, the background is completely different now because I'm used to seeing. Oh, yeah. like yeah, and then you used to have like those little shelves there and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, new yeah. shelves are going oh, okay. up. Hopefully this week. I mean, this is a good background. Hopefully we're gonna put up some shelves here. Yeah, yeah. This is a good we background. also have like enjoy this. We have like new lamps. A new table, new chairs. It yeah, it's getting a little crazy over here. I'm not going, but yeah, keeping keeping moving. Yeah, progressing, giving yourself stuff to do. I think it's important. Yeah, I, I do. I do agree with that. And yeah, like we 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 as people who work in this particular industry, um, we're like oddly equipped for what has been happening. You know, and right. me being at this desk right now, filming around the house. This feels like early years of Android Authority for me. Because this is where I right. worked. I didn't have an office. I didn't have I didn't have nearly as much equipment or furniture as I did back then, or as I do right now, rather. And um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 interesting to just be able to come back to all of this. Um, so, <laughs> speaking, this is gonna be a funny segue. Speaking of Android Authority flashbacks for me, I've been mentioning that this phone, this iPhone SE, has been so. It's been a nice little blast from the past because back in the day, we never really got to use the iPhones at Android Authority, or I didn't get to, um, as daily drivers. So in the heyday of everyone doing the bend tests or the drop tests as we did uh, back then, or even just people unboxing them and using them gleefully on YouTube, um, that, that wasn't really my life. I did, we just bought them to drop them. Right. Well, I guess the universe wanted me to feel what that was like again, <laughs> because <laughs> I did drop Aww. my iPhone SE, the red, the red one. There you go. You can see the line. Oh yeah, right there. 
Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it looks, it doesn't I look as bad as the photo you sent me, honestly, but it, maybe it's just because of Instagram compression. <laughs> I had it standing up on the table right outside this window because my front porch is right over here. And we do the usual thing where we like lean it up on something so that it'll stand and we get those cinematic shots of a, like literally putting a phone in the, in the one scenario it will never be in. Correct. <laughs> standing on its own, floating. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Pretty pretty much, yeah. And it makes it look it looks good in video, but literally nobody does that. They're like, I want the phone to stand completely vertically at a one eighty degree. <laughs> yeah, but it looks um, good on video, whatever. But yeah, like it Exactly. So it was standing like completely vertical and then um this is a very, very painful way to learn to always have do not disturb on. Uh a notification came in, vibrated the phone, and it just fell off the table. Oh, and it wasn't even that the phone was on the edge of the table. It was actually closer to the middle. But once it went, it like, it like skated across the table. <laughs> like shimmy down and, and off. It, it just, it, yeah. Shame. <laughs> it was, it was horrific. And then when it fell, I was like, I still have like maybe 20% of that video to finish. So I freaked out. I scrambled to find another iPhone and now with a case on, but let me take this mm. case off real quick. Smart. I did find a place. We're very lucky to be where we are, uh, that we could find some places to get these items if we ever do need to emergency buy like a white iPhone like this one right here. Yeah, I kind of like the white actually. I've only ever so. seen it in the red because we all got the red because it looks best on camera in our minds, right? Yeah, but I like it does look really good. And then also like the, the proceeds go towards the COVID research and relief and whatnot. So it is nice go to put, do your part in that small way. For sure. But yeah, it's that's kind of that's kind of where we were going to get into with our first topic on the show and, you know, so far we're doing okay with the the latency issue on our on our call right now, but hopefully we'll be fine uh throughout. I even turned off the Wi-Fi on my laptop. That's what I'm doing everything I can to help this call right now. I know I like <laughs> shut every device that was around here. I just closed them all. Like all the laptops, whatever anything that's on is like <laughs> off right now. But like I'm still like every sentence, I'm just getting sure. like you freeze. And then I hear the audio like two more seconds later. <laughs> it's just, it's it's difficult, but I'm trying. So like if if it seems like I didn't, yeah. you know, I'm ignoring you for some reason. <laughs> it's that I missed what you said. Not that I'm ignoring you. <laughs> fix fix your stuff, Instagram. I don't know what's going on here. This is the second time this has happened. Um, it happened with Jaime, and we did an entire show on IG Live where neither of us were moving. We were both frozen for the entire call. <laughs> <laughs> just faces yeah cool perfect it was yeah pretty much and we, we just told the audience like you can hear us Instagram right and they said yeah exactly um but yeah like this whole talk about just the iphone uh se i broke it so i turned right around and bought another one granted i'm gonna get this one repaired so let's see what happens with my extra unit um <laughs> so 399 i think that this is gonna be one of the trends moving forward that a phone that is at 400 ish dollars means that people can actually scoop it up a bit easier especially if whatever phones are using right now might break or they have an emergency or something like that you can actually get an a real iphone at a cheaper price or a more affordable price so i wanted to ask you what has your experience been with the iphone se so far i like it i haven't um i mean honestly i've had so many videos back to back that like i'm swapping phones like every few days like i'm using them as much as i can as mm -hmm. quickly as i can and then trying to make the video and then moving on to the next one um but i like it I, there's something about it again it's like like you said it's like a little nostalgic 
you like to have an iPhone with a home button, um, have a small phone again, and small relatively speaking, but it still feels very small compared to all the other phones I'm testing right now. Um, but it's been good. I don't know. It's and in that three ninety nine price, just any faults you find with it, you're kind of like, but it's three ninety nine. You know, like, <laughs> um, yeah. And I yeah. don't know. I think it's I think it's been pretty good. I know I know so many people off the bat though that like, regardless of what I say about the phone, for the most part, that phone has a home button, and it is small, and it is cheap, and it is an iPhone. That's it. There's been so many people that have just been waiting for like another SE and like reluctantly upgrading to like the larger new phones and being like, I hate this thing. I just want to go back. And so now that this exists, those people are all just like, <laughs> perfect, done. <laughs> you know, like they don't, yeah, just cool. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, and from the creator side, like the, uh, the review for the iPhone SE, my review for Pocket Now dropped today. So. I have been seeing the reaction in the comment sections. By the way, anybody in the live chat who hasn't seen that video yet, make sure you head over to Pocket now. Um, it seems that it, it's it's an oddly polarizing device. Not oddly, I think it's 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 expected because some people are like, "Oh, but it's it's a years old design. Why would Apple expect us to pay for something that's so old?" And it's just like that's kind of not the point, though. I feel like. Um, and oh there you go i saw you i saw you had to reconnect for like a second um it's uh, <laughs> the knowing shake of the head i love it um instagram i the thing is where do you <laughs> where do you land on this whole notion that the phone is still not worth it because a lot of what it offers is from 2017 2016 some people are saying because I see that in the comments and I feel like those people are being a, a, a bit too harsh, a bit too nitpicky about this. And even them telling us like, oh, but if it was any other phone with a small screen, you would have hated it. But of course you love it on an iPhone. I'm like, what? <laughs> like people, people need to calm down. Uh, but yeah, like someone in the live chat right now is like, have you seen those bezels? Yes, we saw them on five generations of an iPhone before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, where do you land on that whole notion that people are saying that we should be much harsher on the phone because of details like that? Honestly, I don't, I don't know. I think it, we're all comparing it, or those people are comparing it to, like, a cheap Xiaomi, you know? Like, and they're just, like, specs, and, like, that's what matters to me. And, like, we, a lot of us do that, especially, like, us nerdy people. We tend to focus on those things because to us that's better, right? Um, but, again, like, I don't think any of those people are the market for that phone. I don't think those people are ever going to buy that phone. I don't think they ever would buy the phone. And a lot of those people, I don't think would ever buy an iPhone, mm -hmm. period. <laughs> right? Like those people that are complaining about those things. So like, to me, it's going after those people I was talking about. It's going after the people that have wanted this for so long. They're not early adopters. They don't care about the specs. Like they don't even want the iPhone, whatever they have now. They just wanted a smaller phone and there was no choice and their upgrade was coming up. And they were like, well, I'll just upgrade to this one because I had to. And so this, I think, is filling a market more so for Apple in, in their major markets, which, by the way, are all subsidy markets, right? It's filling a gap for that person that, like, like I had somebody in the comments immediately was like, my mom is the perfect person for this phone. And I was like, your mom is the perfect person for this phone. Because, like, they don't care. That's the type of person that this is going to get handed to. And, like, honestly, a kid, if you were thinking about your child and you all have iPhones in the family, you know what iPhone you're going to now buy? That mm -hmm. one. 
<laughs> there's no way you're going to give them the, you know what I mean? And, and for us, this phone is, I don't even know the, yeah, yeah, the right totally. price. Somebody could probably quote me, but like, or quote it, but it's it, per month. How much is it? Cause that's usually how most people buy uh, their iPhones, I I, at least in the United States, in the yeah. UK, in mm -hmm. China now too, like anywhere that has a subsidy, they're buying it per month, not per the flat rate. And so that changes things as well. And it's another reason why thousand dollar phones are not so crazy in the States and in other places. So like to compare that is not fair. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, I see. I see what you're saying there, and like that's the other. That's the other wrinkle to this whole story that I find so interesting is that a lot of people in the U.S. are probably just like, oh, you know, a three hundred ninety nine dollar iPhone, that's great and all, but there's plenty of those in other markets, and the people who are commenting that are in those markets. Here in the U.S., we have never enjoyed that. We have never had anything like that. Um, the closest was what the Pixel three A, and then any other phone that was below $500 and even somewhat noteworthy is never marketed. Like they never talk about it on any uh, advertising on TV, even here, like certain phones just don't get that type of you. You have to walk into a carrier to even see the affordable stuff, which to me is a backwards way of looking at it. Yeah. But that's, um, that's the way we're used so to, to that end. In the States, right? uh, and that's how it's been for years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, are you, with with what might be coming in the in the next few months with Apple basically laying down the gauntlet, like, um, would you say that people should be looking into the iPhone SE more now, or do or do you think that we should wait a little longer for what is about to come because of this? Wait, so you broke up. Do I think people should be looking into the iPhone, or they should wait for what's about to come? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, well, I think I say this a lot when it comes to like Android and and iOS, right? A lot of the perspective buyers, like for an iPhone, if I'm thinking about you, you getting an iPhone, chances are you have an iPhone. The only competitors to that phone are other iPhones, right? And I know that that seems like a wild yeah. generalization, but ask any friend you have that's not a tech correspondent of some sort. And if they have that operating system, they're not going to move out of it. So it, it, there's a small percentage that do. There's always somebody, but it's very, very rare. And so, at least, at least in the mm -hmm. States, I don't know, you know, and I, I feel like it's probably in most places, not just the States. Once you commit to something, you're like, I'm in this and I know this and I don't really want to change. We don't like change. So, yeah, if you're an iPhone user and you're, you don't care about those other phones, period. Like, those phones do not exist on your radar. And so that's, sure, go look at the iPhone SE. Um, otherwise, if you are one of those people that's in that very small margin that's on the fence, then yes, I definitely think you should wait because I want to see what the 4A is like, obviously. Um, I think that's going to be the closest thing. And now, I think today, I don't know if it was today, but I saw it today. Um, Google lowered the price of the actual Pixel 4 pretty low. Like, I think it was like $400. Oh. Yeah, it was like, okay. So, like, whatever this next 4A is going to be, it's got to be cheaper than that in my mind, right? So, I don't know. I think that's going to be the closest competitor for those fringe people that are, like, able to switch. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that does make sense. And you're right. If someone already has an iPhone, or even not even just an iPhone, if someone has a Mac, <laughs> or if someone has an iMac or any Apple device, it's hard to convince them to even go anywhere near other ecosystems. And that's fine. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that that's the reality of the situation. Right. Um, wanted to respond to a couple of live chat comments real quick. Yes, it is a bummer that this doesn't have a night mode. Oh, there, you actually saw the crack really easily there yep. just a second ago. There it is. There it is. Oh, there it ow, is. Ow, that hurts. <laughs> I don't care how much the phone costs. That's still a lot of money. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah, it it is a bummer that this doesn't have the night mode. And deeper in the camera spec, it would have been better to have an updated sensor. I agree with that as well. Um, but there was one comment from a little while earlier. Like, if any Android phone had those bezels, you would shred it to pieces. And I said, well, historically, okay, two things. One, historically, whenever that has happened, we shred it to pieces because it's like a $900 phone. In that context, it's kind of unacceptable. It's kind of something that we don't like. So that's the context that you have to keep in mind. $399 with bezels, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, it would be nice to not have bezels, but for $399, how why would why would you lose your sleep over that number two um the other thing is that uh what was what was number two i'm trying to remember i just lost track <laughs> um well, i was going catching to say, your audio slowly while you're uh, while you're pausing so that's good <laughs> this is terrible <laughs> like it's so hard for me to i'm like really trying i know. understand <laughs> i know we're i'm trying so hard to speak in a way where context clues are very obvious <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. The hand motions are helping. Just, they're helping a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing too, oh, here you go. Here's another thing. Just speaking from my own perspective as a reviewer, just me personally, when, and you can, you can even corroborate this. When have I ever shredded anything? I'm not I'm not a hard hater on any phone or any feature on a phone. I've never been the type of creator to just straight up bash something. Like on the one hand, yes, the technical aspect of, you know, 399 for bezels and those other Android phones are $1000. But in general, even then I'd be like, well the bezels kind of suck, but okay. I'm not going to just be that kind of creator that jumps on and goes, these bezels are here. Oh, it's the worst phone ever. Never. I don't right. do that. And I do the same. I like to me, it's like, I'll tell you, like, I think that's kind of dumb, like shouldn't be there, but man, moving on, right? Like, cause I don't, there's somebody out there that might like it. You know what I mean? Like they might be, I love bezels. Bezels are amazing. You know? like, I don't know. <laughs> that's fine. And like people, like, for example, the, one of the things about bezels on this phone though, is the touch ID and like people love touch ID. Like that's another one of those things that like they would take those bezels if it just meant the fingerprint sensor. It's all they care about. Right. So like, yeah. And you know what? If you're going to nitpick it in that sense, touch ID down here, front-facing speaker up here. I mean, cool. <laughs> That's right. how I feel. Um, all right, cool. Well, that was our discussion on the iPhone SE. We will go ahead and get into uh, the next portion. We'll take a small break uh, as far as our podcast is concerned. Before we get into that really quick break, though, uh, one comment said, Sub dads. All right, cool. I mean, whatever floats your boat, buddy. <laughs> like... <laughs> Cool. Good times, guys. Okay. So I hope it's okay for everybody else, at least. Like, all right. We're back from although, the break. I don't know. I guess it doesn't really matter because, like, we're still being dumb because of it. Like, oh, well. Yeah. What can we do? Well, yeah, indeed. Well, I'm, I appreciate you for still trying to go through it, even with these problems. We're trying. I don't think it's going to make a difference. I think it's just so many people are on IG Live right now, like, in general, not just, like, this very moment because, you know, it's like mm -hmm. everybody has gone live just for quarantine for some reason has made every creator want to make live content. And so 
I think that's that's our biggest problem. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. So uh, coming back from the break, uh, we are still in our IG live. That is choppy as hell. And yep. it's true. Like even right now on my IG, it's uh, Impossible Foods, Yelp, of course oh, us. Wow. But yeah, we have a bunch of different lives going on right yeah. now. <laughs> I think I saw um, Chris Pratt. But on in any too. case, um, oh, go ahead. Chris you Pratt. Saw who? Yeah, it's just like, Chris Pratt just eating up. Chris our Pratt's content. just taking all our of our bandwidth. stuff. <laughs> all of our bandwidth is gone. Chris Pratt has it. All. <laughs> <laughs> they prioritize Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I uh, I went ahead and teased it a little bit, but in my hand right now actually is one of our latest flagships. Oh. So right here is our Moto Edge Plus. We had a few people in the live chat already asking about it, so we're going to talk about it for a bit here. You, correct me if I'm wrong, um, was it today, yesterday that your video went out on it? Today or yesterday what? Your, your, your walkthrough. Yeah. Uh, whenever was it today? Yesterday. I want to say... I want to say that. No, that was today. It was today because the embargo lifted today at 9 a.m., I believe. Correct? <laughs> so that's when it went live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Moto finally coming back with a proper flagship. Um, it's the way that I would put it. I just want to put my opinion there and then I want you to go through your thoughts about it. It's It's like Moto is following a template, which is not really a bad thing but there might just be a few pieces of the puzzle missing. Um, so those are kind of things that we'll jump into in a little bit. Wanted to get some quick thoughts from you from the start, then we'll dive into more details. How, have, how, how do you feel about the Moto Edge Plus? The question, repeat the question. How have what? <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel about this phone? <laughs> okay, um, I, so I'm one of those people that's been badgering Motorola and just like hating the fact that they keep making Moto Mod devices. Like, I, like, bless them for saying they were going to commit to three years, and then they did, like, good. And then as soon as the three years was over, I was like, okay, cool, let's make a real phone now. Like, sorry. But, like, like because the Moto designs, honestly, like the Moto mods, it just, it hinders their designers and their engineers way too much because it has to always be that form factor. It has to have those components in all the time. And so it really kind of, to me, it killed the innovation for Motorola on the high end. And so I wanted to see some of that come back. Like, I'm a fan of Motorola. It's the same thing with, like, Nokia and Sony. You're just, like... You did so well once, you know, come on. So, so I was excited <laughs> for this phone to just like be released at all. I'm excited that they even are going into the space. And I think they packed it full of specs. I think they did their, they did their best. And I think, um, I, I like a lot of things about the phone. There are some faults here and there. And for some reason, I feel like they're yeah. it, like, because Motorola is like I'm just assuming in Lenovo who owns Motorola if anybody doesn't know like they're accounting for such a small percentage of probably market share in a lot of ways and like a, like I don't feel like they get all the attention from from Lenovo right like they don't get the budget they don't get the thing so like I somehow I sometimes feel when I'm using this phone that it's like yeah yeah they they just didn't didn't even try to do that <laughs> you know like some of the mm -hmm. software stuff and like you're just like okay yeah but but all in all I think the way I feel about it, someone I was like, I feel like it's a really good start for Motorola, like coming back into the flagship space, and like that excites me just alone. Okay, I'm I'm with you there, and I'm really hoping that future generations do end up 
improving on what has started here, which again, I will say feels like a bit of a template. 108 megapixel main sensor, uh, ultra wide telephoto. You have the Snapdragon 865. Um, what else was there? Uh, 5,000 milliamp hour battery. These are all things we expect from flagships these days. Um, but then there are there are just a few thing there are just a few things that I feel like were kind of overlooked. Why have a huge battery if the charging is at what I'll honestly just call a measly 18 watts? And I don't mean to say that it's a bad charging uh, like power wattage or whatever. It's just that we see so many other competitors going 30, 40, 45, 65. And Moto has proven in the past, even with mid-range devices, that they can go like 45. And yet that was not added in here. So that was kind of, that's one of the first bummers. Um, but I think the main thing I wanted to ask you, because this has been my personal biggest pet peeve. Okay, I get it. Edge display is cool. But doesn't it make this phone kind of a frustrating exercise in tactility? <laughs> like, it's it's honestly not the easiest phone to handle. I mean, in a way it is, because it's narrow. It it looks really awesome. I it's like that. To hold. That aspect ratio but, is but great. But the... Yes, yeah. absolutely. It's like skinny but the few times that Moto was like, hey, use the edge. Yeah. It's a crapshoot. It's an absolute right. crapshoot. Right. So, shoot, so I, f- I figured out that there was a way to turn off that edge for all apps. So if you go into the display settings, there's a way to literally go turn off for all apps. And it makes the phone so much better to use. <laughs> um, okay. So you can do that. I've done that for like two yeah, apps. Yeah, yeah. So you can do it for like by app, but there's actually like, if you go into uh, settings, display, Moto Edge, whatever they call it, Moto Display. You, um, if you tap the three dots at the top, it's like a hidden thing, right? And then you tap turn off for all and it just kills all of them. The only ones that it will not mm. kill is the camera and the home screen itself, um, which I don't, it doesn't bother me as yeah. much. Um, Mr. Mobile, Michael Fisher, is, is, him and I had like a brief conversation about this and through text, but like he, that bothers him to, to know it. Like he doesn't care. He's like, I want to be able to turn it off on everything, including <laughs> the home screen, including the camera, like whatever. So that's just the way, you know, he, he feels about it. I think that it's way better when you turn those off I like the look of the screen, but you're right. Like, I think they said there's palm rejection, but I couldn't tell. Um, <laughs> so, like, I just ended up turning it off. But it, it's, it is a cool display, and I think it looks, it makes the phone stand out, which I like, right? Like, I think they need that mm-hmm. marketing-wise and PR-wise. They need the phone to not look like every other device when it's their, like, comeback. Um, but, yeah, you're right. Like, the, that screen is, is not the most functional thing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and I remember when I discovered this whole like little edge touch, like bar right here, and I'm just, this was me for a solid five minutes, just trying to make it work, and it just wasn't working. Yeah, no, it's very, it's very and picky. Instead of doing what it would, it is, it's super picky, and I just, instead of me trying, instead of me succeeding at using this feature, I was just scrolling up and down my app, yep. <laughs> using my thumb like this. It was really weird. Um, that said, I, I, I do enjoy what Moto has achieved here. Uh, but just like I said earlier, I feel like there are just some parts of the puzzle that are still missing. There's still a few things that if they really want to stand out, an edge display is not going to be the only thing that makes people look at them. However, I do think that for people in the US, walking into a Verizon store, I don't know how you feel about this, but I still think that this is a compelling thing to see on a 
display in Verizon. I still think that people will flock to it at least somewhat if they're Verizon customers. Right. And I think that's the other thing too, is that that display helps them with that. The the shape helps them with that. Like it stands out on a shelf in a Verizon store or in a Best Buy. But also the Motorola brand, people mm-hmm. people definitely recognize. They have enough brand cachet from when they did make things that, you know, everybody, like they've made the first cell phone or something, right? Like close to that, right? So like they have a lot of that brand cachet. And I think most people, if you to- if you mention the name Motorola, they know who that is, especially in the United States. So like that, I think, I think definitely yeah. helps that whole kind of, uh, you know, seeing it on the shelf in Verizon and like maybe, oh, maybe I'll at least go look at that one. It's Motorola. Wow, I haven't seen a Motorola phone in a while. You know, like that would happen. And then, oh, pretty screen. <laughs> yeah. Even our live chat is uh, expressing that, that there there was one person, I think just a second ago, uh, sparkling, cy- sparkling cyanide, great, great handle, by the way, uh, <laughs> is just saying that I'm glad this device exists, even if I'm not purchasing it. And in a way, yeah, you know, it's, it's actually quite easy to be on the outside looking in and thinking, oh, yeah, Motorola. Oh, yeah, Nokia. It's nice to know they're still right. around. Even though they're owned <laughs> by kind completely of different companies right and they are no longer the same companies they were, <laughs> still it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, am I, I, I know I'm not the only one, but um, I wanted to see how you felt about the camera because... I think that the camera actually is a good performer, which is not something I was expecting from a Moto phone, um, which again is the reason why I do feel like this phone is following a template that perhaps thankfully we now have so all manufacturers can create a flagship. Um, so yeah, I was trying to see what thoughts you had on the camera. Uh, so I actually thought the camera's not bad. I agree with you. I think I was pleasantly surprised by the camera. I like... In my, you know, jaded tech reviewer ways was like, mm, that's not going to be, that's not going to be great. That's, uh, but I used it and I, you know, obviously as you do. And, 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 uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, okay, this is actually not too bad. There are certain moments where like, it's actually like over sharps or over sharpens, uh, some of the shots. And like, mm. there's some other moments where it's like kind of soft and you're just like, oh, it's weird. So like, there's, it's not the perfect software. And again, this is kind of what I mean by like, I don't think. Motorola has a lot of the resources that they probably should um, on the top end, like making these flagship devices. But I, with whatever resources they have, I think they didn't do a bad job at all. Like I was definitely like pleasantly surprised. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I and I was actually um, I don't think I've shot enough with it yet, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just me. Uh, I actually really enjoy having six K rather than 8K that is hard to even transfer over to a computer because it's so damn big. Right. 6K feels like the logical next step, but of course everyone's like 8K. You gotta, uh, where are we at right now? 4K? Double it. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, well, we doubled it last time. We're gonna double it this time. Thinking. Right. <laughs> it's true. Um, but yeah, so just our thoughts on the Moto uh, Edge Plus. Um, I will say that, um, that that was one of our main topics, but... To anybody in the live chat right now, if you do have questions for for us regarding this phone, the iPhone SE, anything else that's coming up, we are going to get into one last break, uh, and then we'll get into our general Q&A session. So anyone out there with questions, get them into the live chat right now, and we're going to go ahead and start answering them. And again, um, thank you to anybody who's still sticking around. Apparently, the feed's working just fine for all of you, so we are doing our best, me and yeah, David. It's <laughs> so. not working great for us. I can, you're, <laughs> Every other word is gone, but it's cool. We're trying, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
back in and immediately right when we get back from the break Jaime is there going did David break it I don't know and did if break it what? is the Instagram live oh Instagram I don't know that's Maybe. what I'm saying <laughs> it might be me it's my first time I don't know man I'm a beginner <laughs> clearly I'm not doing this the right, algorithm so is like going he well <laughs> The the algorithm is like he doesn't go live ever. We're not going to prioritize his. Yeah, yeah, lose it. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> hmm, I wonder. <laughs> Someone else. Actually, I saw when we were talking about this earlier. Somebody in the comments was like, "Selena Gomez is live right now." Like, I'm sorry, you have no bandwidth. Word. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Chris Pratt, Selena Gomez. I guess Yelp. Also. Every yeah, every famous person ever is doing this um, at the exact same time we decided. Right, cool, perfect. Yeah, we're just gonna end up doing like a six a.m. cast next time. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, middle of the night, two a.m. Um, down. <laughs> Four viewers. <laughs> no. Um, all right, so we do have one. <laughs> we do have one question: battery life on the six point seven inch display. Battery life, battery life on the Moto Edge Plus is a highlight. And I do think that the 5,000 milliamp hour battery in here is great. The display is 1080p, so that helps a little bit. Um, but also, it's just that's the reason why I brought up the charging. It's because, you know, you, th the phone will last, but it's going to take a while for you to get from zero to 100 again. Right. So it's, it's, it's just, a, it's not that we're being like entitled to super fast charging, but when you have it plugged in for that amount of time, and then you look and it's still at 65%. You're just like, oh. <laughs> True. I mean, I don't know if it bothers me as much because one, like the one thing I do appreciate, like it does feel, it does feel like they could have done better. And I think that's what we're more annoyed with. But I think in practice, because the battery yeah. life is great. I'm super surprised at the battery life too. Um, especially like I've left it on 90 Hertz and that thing is still like, I did a battery test on it, which, you know, is very unscientific and whatever. I just like do a time lapse. I let it sit overnight and it's running like a nine cat video for like 10 hours, right? Or however, over and over and over. And so, um, so it lasted like 18 and a half hours on that, which is, I don't know if I have another phone wow. that's done that. So, I mean, and again, not like the most scientific of tests, but the battery and that, that is how it feels. It feels like the battery lasts a long time. So like, you know, if you can charge it overnight every night, then, you know, it's okay. It doesn't, you know, the, the fast charging bothers me mm -hmm. less. Again, it's like, I just, I just know they yeah. could have done it. Because you know, I like, the I, Moto G has, like, 27 watts or something crazy, right? And it's, like, 300 bucks. So, like, why does this not, yeah, you know? something like that. But, but, you know, in the comparison between this and other phones, not even just on the charging standpoint, someone just asked a really good question. Mm -hmm. Moto Edge Plus or one plus eight like that's a pretty good question um so she if you the question especially if you walk into that i'll, I'll repeat it um thanks let's let's put it this way if you're to if you're going to walk into a verizon and you see this next to uh, it's over there this next to a one plus eight mm -hmm. right. <laughs> like that's kind of a compelling choice that you have to make because one is three hundred dollars less Right. Oh, the OnePlus 8. There's yeah, not the Pro. Right? And the other one's 6. Yeah, right. Right, not right, the Pro. Right. Um, so where, where, where would you land on that, on that versus? So I don't know because, again, if, you're, if we're talking a Verizon store, we're talking United States, we're talking people that are used to subsidies, 
right? Like that person's going in there because they have an upgrade. The chances are, or they broke their phone and like they got it, whatever. Like most of the time they're going in there because they are about to pay monthly for that phone. I think Motorola has a pretty good chance because someone's going to recognize the brand. It's going to cost them an extra $6 a month for that phone versus the OnePlus 8, whatever it might be, right? The math is probably not right, but it's a, it's a negligible amount. And so they're going to maybe, maybe Motorola will get some wins with that, I think is how it works, right? Compared to the, the brand that most people don't know, right? I don't know. It's, and it's, and it's going to come down to that thing yeah. that like, then, you know, a lot of OEMs get really upset about, which is like, what happens in that store with the customer, right? Like that happens all the time with the blue shirts and Best Buy is like a big concern for OEMs, right? Because it depends on how those people in the store, the salespeople present the products, right? That's a bigger factor than mm -hmm. say the $7 a month difference. So I don't know. And, and I, again, I think that, that that name brand recognition helps. And then the fact that there's a display stands out and like all this other stuff. Because they're not going to sit there and do like the camera comparisons yeah. that we do, right? Like not taking both and we're like, excuse me, salesperson, just I'm going to test portrait mode. Don't move. No, you can't move at all. Like I need to get the exact same shot. Thanks. You know, like they're not doing it. So uh, <laughs> can I just say, can we make that video once we're able to go out again that any one of us just goes into a store and just starts testing a phone the way we normally would in the store? <laughs> I would love to do that. <laughs> I would too. I'm down. I'm down to do so many things when this is over. Like... I just want to go outside, <laughs> you know, like it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a problem. It's fine. <laughs> well, there are a couple of other questions that I am definitely going to get to, especially since I'm wearing one of them. You know, people are asking about these earbuds in particular, but there is uh, before I get to that, I wanted to ask you, this is going to be something I will ask more often on the podcast. Um, this is, I'm putting you on the spot here too, because this is not part of our notes. Um, what's the first thing you're going to do when this is all over? Oh, what is the first thing I'm going to do when this is done? Oh man, I'm going to just go into a restaurant. Oh, I'm going to go into a restaurant. I'm going to order a drink and some ridiculous food <laughs> and I'm going to eat it and drink it. It's going to be great with, with friends. I'm going to invite as many human beings as humanly possible once it's safe, like not like immediately after it's a bad idea. Don't like, I'm not, I'm not saying like as soon as they say go out. Yeah, exactly. I'm just, but like, I, that's what I want. I want to like, I miss having friends over food and drink. So that's something I want to do. <laughs> Did you see Jaime just, let's go to Rome. That's what yeah, Jaime says. Sure, Jaime, done. <laughs> yeah, that's what we should do. Let's get on a plane <laughs> right now. I'm ready. Don't do that. Don't do that. Guys. I'm, I'm not, going I'm to go. Actually, you know what? The plane. plane yeah, yeah, the, yeah. There are so many things that you shouldn't be doing, even even if lockdown ends. Like travel is not going to be one of them, especially on planes and on like places that are, you know, it's just the the variables are still so wide and far. You know what I mean? Um, but I will say this: the two things that, if I'm able to do it safely, I know that we've finally gotten past all of this. These are the two things: number one, be on a plane. I agree. Number two karaoke because <laughs> you you everyone <laughs> everyone's using <laughs> i would yes that's the right. last thing i want to um, do no matter what is, is happening why... in the world <laughs> <laughs> well this is the reason why i feel this way is because karaoke is literally the one thing no one should do during this era because everyone's mouth is next to the same mic <laughs> oh yeah it's a fair and point if you and care, in like a if small you with... room right yeah belting exactly like, things coming yeah it's bad 
<laughs> That's the thing. So when I know I can safely do karaoke again, the world has recovered. That's how Good. I feel. So when you when you post that Instagram story of like you doing karaoke, I'll know that at that moment everything is fine. COVID has been defeated. We're good. <laughs> exactly. CDC saying that we have a vaccine. No, I don't believe that. Josh karaoke. Oh, there's got to be a vaccine. Now. No, I'm waiting for that for sure. <laughs> All right. So we have a lot of uh, questions in the chat right now regarding these bad boys, the Pixel Buds. But quick question. What is in your ear right now? Like, what, what are you using? Right so now? it's funny. I, I didn't get a review unit of the Pixel um, buds, but I actually ended up buying them just because I wanted to kind of check them out myself. But I just tried to use them for this and it would not connect to this phone no matter what I did. So these are the Galaxy Bud, the pluses? Galaxy Bud pluses? Yeah. Yeah. They're the new ones. Yeah. But they're, yeah, I like this a lot, actually. I like the Pixel Buds too from, from the limited time that I've been using them for like the last day or so, but like these are good. Yeah, I'm uh I'm enjoying the Pixel Buds so far. Mainly um they're super light and they have they're one of only two earbuds that have the air vent, which makes them feel even lighter because it's almost as if it's almost as if you have like a finger in your ear. <laughs> but it's Oh like, yeah, that feels super you know, it's not it's not stretching stuff that, out. Man. It's not a <laughs> No, so I mean like a, a, like a light pressure is what I'm trying to Fantastic. say. <laughs> <laughs> really selling them. <laughs> like just, just, just you're just poking. You're just like a light poke. Like, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, light. Yeah, you're you're still not selling it. But cool. <laughs> um, and you know what? It's funny that people are talking about the Pixel Buds compared to the AirPods Pro because one thing that just arrived. Right before this call, even where my my Nomad cases, oh, dude, cool. I've never used Nomad before. These are these are nice. I like these. Yeah, me neither. Nice little leather cases. I like it. But yeah, the um. So how often? Okay, so did you use? So obviously you've used AirPods, AirPods Pro. Nope. You have. Nope, never used them. Oh, never used them. No. Okay. Um, I guess my, uh, my thought was going to be, um, how, how important is it actually to someone like you to have, or to you personally, I mean, to have a hot word detector in your ear? Does it matter for you no, to go Siri, to go OKG, that. to go, uh, really? Like you're not into the whole assistant thing? Me? Like to use hot word detection? Like to talk to Google or whoever? No, I don't, I never yeah, use that. Like easy, like easy access to, an, to that, uh, to that voice assistance, because that's one of the, like the marquee features. And I feel like, I don't know, for the Pixel Buds in particular, yeah. if you're really not that kind of person, it might not be for you. I guess that's the, one of the hot takes. I'm really not that kind of person. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say in general, if you're not the kind of person that wants voice assistance in your ear at all times or just often then maybe the pixel buds are really not for that user and again it sounds like you're one of those people i suppose well i actually so i again i've used the pixel buds for a very small amount of time but like they sound really good they do feel really good in your ear um not like a finger but they feel good and um <laughs> they <laughs> but yeah no they and I, as far as i can tell the call quality call quality is a little bit better than say these but i i want to actually like test that like mm -hmm. like have a speakerphone out and like see the two because i'm a nerd but um but from when i've talked to people like they they're like oh yeah that sounds great i didn't even know you're on the thing so like that that those are all still features that i think are important 
that I like about the Pixel Buds. Yeah, and honestly, like maybe I will like the Assistant in my ear because I haven't really had that, right? So as I use those more, mm. like maybe I'll formulate more of an opinion. I'll try. I'll obviously try to use it as much as possible. But yeah, yeah. I I feel like one of the only people who genuinely liked the original Pixel Buds, and I get it. They were they were uncomfortable. They were they had the tether in the middle, and it was a very short tether. I get it. There were so many things about them I hated, but the way it implemented Google Assistant at the time was the best way it had ever been implemented. The tap and hold um, to talk to it. That way, when you let go, it knows when you stop right. talking. Helps with, helps because with that's one of the biggest problems really with Google Assistant. Works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, indeed. Um, but yeah, with that said... Um, Usually at the end of these episodes, I ask a particular question, but I never answer it. So just short answer. Um, this is what I've been using a lot lately um, is mainly the Pixel Buds. And with the with the Nomad case, man, I just got to say, like, like I'm not sponsored by them or anything. I bought this. This is 25 bucks. I like it. This is a nice little addition. I'm enjoying this. Um, but with that said, David Kogan, also known as the Unlocker, uh, what is in your pocket now? <laughs> well... It's not necessarily in my pocket, but I do have, um, I just got today, which is the toy we were talking about through text, was the, I don't actually know how to pronounce it. It's Atom? I think it's Atom? Atom? A-T-E. Atom. It's just Atom. Atom. Yeah. I, I, I said Atom, mm-hmm. and then I saw someone else call it Atom, whatever. Um, but the Atom Mini Pro, which is like a stream deck from Blackmagic um, Design, which I, I'm kind of a fan of like a lot of their cameras and stuff. So like when that kind of came out at the price point it came out at, and... Like I said, I want to do more live stuff, so I, I grabbed that, and I've just kind of been playing with it for like the last few hours before we started doing this, and it's pretty cool. Here, wait, can I show you? How do I do that? Ready? Uh, you can switch your camera. Yeah, go for it. Wait, here, watch. This is the setup I was messing around with. Look, so there it is. All right? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happens now is, like, these are the different cameras I can switch to, and that's standby. And here's my monitor. So you can see I have camera two on standby. So this is the live feed, or would be the live feed. This is my preview of what I just tapped. And then when I hit cut, now it's the actual, like, what's in the project. I can also do, like, little things. Like, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Right, little things like that. But it, but yeah, it's giving me like uh, you know four different cameras and stuff. So I, I kind of want to play with that. I'm kind of I'm nerdily excited as a creator to like try to use that tool and see like what I can do with it, which would be cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, I uh, I know that I, I'm trying to remember. I think I think TK has it. TK uses it for his Saturday morning streams. TK and um, yeah, TK. Oh, got yeah. it. Wait, he has an Adam so, Mini, I assume. Yeah, is that what you said? I don't I don't know if it's the Mini or the Mini Pro. Uh, the Mini Pro, That's I think, just question, came out. Actually. So it's but, probably the Mini, if he's been doing it for a bit. Yeah. Um, but he has, it's great. Like he has three inputs, um, main camera, overhead, and then he has a phone connected via HDMI in case he needs to show like an app. Oh, that's super like clever. That. I like that. He's got like a... Yeah, he's got like a one-man all-about-Android setup. <laughs> at his desk i like that i'm gonna have to pick his brain um, then for like tips and per, tricks on this d- thing yeah because personally i would use personally with the atom mini i don't need four inputs and 
you know, it, it, I would prefer it to be a smaller deck, which is what the Atom Mini is. Yeah. Um, I would do that actually for game streaming. Oh yeah, it would be great. For you me. know, everyone knows but I've struggled to be part. of I would of tell the, you the only difference yeah. that you might like is like that setup I have, where you can see all of the different cameras. That's only on the Pro. The Mini will only show you one at a time, or it'll show you maybe two. I think it's preview and next, which is still enough. Like you could you could definitely get by with that. But like just so you know, like that's one of the one of the features that for whatever reason is not in the Mini. But the Mini is is a lot cheaper too, which is great. Yeah. And, and not that it's not an expensive device. I think this is like six hundred bucks, mm-hmm. five something. Um, and the Mini is what three hundred. Yeah, the Pro is it means Pro. Right, but the, yeah, the, I think yeah, it's three hundred. Which is for a stream deck like this, it's crazy. You don't even need to use like software. You can stream directly from it, and not from. I mean, you need to connect to a computer, but you don't need like OBS like I would normally use. Like, I don't know, it's kind of neat. Also, not yeah. sponsored by them. Just like he's not sponsored. No man, not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? And you know what? I was joking about this earlier uh, because he was he, uh, David here kept talking about I got a new toy, I got a new toy, I want to use it for the podcast, I want to use it for the podcast. Yeah, I wanted to use it and for I, this. And I did one guess of what it was. Yeah, you yeah. guessed it immediately. I, I had one guess. To <laughs> s- immediately. I knew and exactly I was like, what how? it was. What? And you know what? That <laughs> would be me and you yet. because we are big black... <laughs> because you and i are big black magic right. fans like you actually have the pocket 4k and i use davinci resolve i swear by it actually yeah there you go i'm oh god i was this close to buying it like i'm constantly this close to buying a pocket 4k <laughs> it's a great camera i'm not gonna lie and for the price like so good but yeah, yeah no and i started using davinci resolve now too so like i'm kind of like you know in this quarantine i keep we've talked about this is like i'm just trying to get better at things like come out better than i went in you know while we all are like kind of sitting still mm-hmm, um, for sure and so trying to use davinci i've been using that for actually the majority of those videos that were done so like i love it i think it's great they, they do cool stuff and they, they have good price yeah. points for their cool stuff like that's a winning yeah thing obviously mm-hmm. um another another shout out to one of our live chat people sparkling cyanide i, I find that it's really funny to handle so like good on you for having that creative handle um but yeah, no, you said That's like I should do gaming stuff because the Atom Mini, and I'm sure you know this about the Mini Pro, um, it has it, like everything is done in the deck. Mm. You don't need OBS. You don't need any of the other stuff. And you can do picture in picture, which is literally what gaming content yeah. is. So you do a PIP in the corner and then your game is playing and then you just record the whole thing. Perfect. And it records locally too, yeah. which is like, yeah, you plug in a USB, you could do a all USB that in one C, thing. like SSD in the back of it and you could just push record and push stop. You don't have need like a, a UI. That's oh my god that's fantastic um you're selling me on that now too like right before this when we were talking about the adam mini pro i fell down the amazon rabbit hole of like what would i get <laughs> is that what you were doing on amazon and why we started a little bit late okay cool got it <laughs> you're like what else could we stream i get it though like that's yeah it's i don't know it's it's something that i think would it helps your content stand out or it helps you like I don't know. I get excited about little things like this, like cameras and stuff. As do you, obviously, and a lot of the creators out there that we know. But like, uh, it's cool. We'll have to yeah. we'll have to do another I mean, we stream are, of some I, sort said where so we many... can both use our atoms and. Oh yeah, for have sure. Like Seventeen different cameras for. Yeah, we. Um, I'm just gonna have we, one next said to me so many... just to do like a take to Cam B. Just like I'll be talking here and I'll just be like, oh, boom, yeah, boom, and that'll be for no reason other than that. I'll use it <laughs> once for three seconds in the entire. Stream. It's your yeah. It's your aside camera <laughs> yeah. when you need to break when you need to break the fourth wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, because we've been we've been, we've said this on uh, we're gonna we're gonna head home in a, in a second here. But I just wanted to say like we've said this on multiple podcasts recently that um, 
us as creators, we are quite privileged that we can actually have work to do right now. And, Super you know, we're, luck- we're lucky to have this, this lifestyle. Um, so yeah, like hopefully everyone out there who's in the live chats or listening to the podcast or watching this on IGTV, because I figured out how to do that. So we're going to have these podcasts on IGTV from now on. Um, hopefully everyone is finding uh, a little bit of like respite from the content that we're making. And you know what, when we talk about items like the Atom Mini Pro, or in my case, I'm actually looking at a really weird slider that I might buy. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll share the link with you later, but I'll show you what I mean. Anyway, um, it's our time to experiment kind of like this is kind of our our moment to just do weird stuff <laughs> yeah i mean and, and that like the how choppy this instagram live is is a very good indication of that like everybody is trying to do different content like they're not used to doing live they're all doing live now you know like i'm gonna try that like we're all in the experimental phase because we feel like we need that to f- probably feel that level of like progress or like hey i'm getting better at this craft at least while i'm sitting here right and maybe i can make better content for those people that are also sitting at home and just like you know losing their minds like the rest of us (laughs) yeah (laughs) well not to not to lock you into it too hard but i will tease to everybody that maybe you're going to see some live content from the unlocker so david why don't you tell everybody where to find you so they can look forward to stuff like that Deals. Um, yeah, well, it's the unlocker. The So the unlock, the letter R is after there. There's no E. Um, and that's on every social media basically ever. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and also, of course, on YouTube as well. All right. Awesome. Uh, for all the other links, make sure you get into the show notes. Uh, and from there, I'm just going to go ahead and pop it into the outro. Thanks so much to everybody for listening and for watching. Once again, you can find all of the links to both the Unlocker and my own content platforms in the show notes, so make sure you check it out there. Uh, Don't forget to follow me on social media as well, at JVTechT. That's because I'm JV. I love tech, and I love to drink me some tea. Follow PocketNow everywhere as well, at PocketNow on Twitter and Instagram. And again, follow that Instagram channel, because you're going to want to stick around for not only the IG Lives when they happen, but also for the posting of that live over on our IGTV. That's going to be something we do every single week now, so you have a place to see a video version of the podcast and just hang out with us for like an hour or so uh, as we record the podcast live from there get over to the youtube channel pocket now um, youtube.com slash pocket now that is and subscribe to it if you haven't already my review of the iphone se the new one is finally up uh, so you can go ahead and see what my final thoughts are on this 399 dollar iphone uh, from there, we're going to go ahead and call it on this one. Thank you once again for listening to the Pocket Now Weekly podcast using whatever podcasting app you choose, and we will see you in our next episode. <laughs>